Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are just shooting their shot. Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. It was a big week. It was a really big week. Before we get started, it's 7.53 on Sunday night. The New Jersey Devils game is on the television in my living room, so we might be a little distracted. Um, and then we're going to edit this or post this without really editing it. So if there's like long pauses and stuff, it's not dead. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep listening. We got this. It's been a while since we did this. Yeah. Sorry about the, sorry about the last week. It was a big week. Yes, it was. Um, so the first thing on our schedule is the return of Taylor Hall. Yeah. It was great. I'm so jealous, Megan. So good. So I wasn't as close as I was last year. Last year I was like row 11 right behind the devil's bench. Yeah. Um, our seats aren't quite quite that good, but they were still pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he was right there. And it was great. And I was really excited, I'll be very honest, like because he was wearing the A and he was the only guy with the letter out for the, the anthem. And I was like, oh, he's going to do like the ceremonial face-off with Connor for the thing. But then and but then they brought Brian Boyle out, and I was like, oh, I guess I can't be mad about that. No, that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I was like excited for a second. I was like, yeah, 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 ceremonial face-off. And then I was like, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, too bad. So, like, momentarily, I was disappointed. <laughs> so petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's our role. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, it was a big week, though. He was, like, all over the social media. He was. He was tweeting Selena Gomez. Because mm-hmm. she was wearing a Devil's jersey. She was. In that picture. And it's an old one. Like, does Justin Bieber not have money to buy a new one? Just saying. Because it was a Reebok one. I'm just saying. Yeah. I also don't really understand Justin Bieber's fandom. No, he just likes... He just, teams. like, collects stuff. Which is cool. Which is super fine. Yeah. But I'm just, like, there's no way that she knows No, but it's anything. also But it's also funny <laughs> that, like, nobody questions Justin Bieber for just, like, having a bunch of jerseys and yeah. stuff. Hmm. Funny that. Funny. Um, yeah, if, no, Friday night was good. It was, it was super fun. I was very excited that I got to go and I got to see him play. Boy got a goal. Boy got a goal, and he could have just fucking rubbed it in everybody's face, and he didn't. It was a very classy celebration. And then I kind of stopped paying attention. And <laughs> I was like, I mean, I watched, but I was, wasn't like, you know. As intense. No, because yeah. the thing had the thing that I needed to have happen happened, and it was all good. It was lots of fun. That's good. Yeah, it was, um, it was good. I enjoyed it. And it was funny what I thought was funny, and I know you've been to some games at Rogers, and I don't know what it's like, because you usually sit up in the upper bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Our tickets were down in the lower bowl, and it was really quiet. And so we were discussing whether or not, like, there's sound dampening in the building. I don't know. It, it just, it's dead. But then at intermission, when people are, like, up at the bars and behind, like, where we were sitting, there was all this buzz and all this talking, like, chatter and, like, just noise. Mm-hmm. But during play, people are dead silent. But I wonder if that's just the people. I don't know, because, like, Rexall, I always felt used to have, like, a an energy to it that so far in the games I've been to at Rogers except for like the playoff games are a little bit different but like yeah the regular season games all two of them that I've been to <laughs> um and both of them involve Taylor Hall so that could be part of it but I have like heard from other people they call it like the library yeah and it really it was like unnervingly quiet like I could hear people's conversations like six or seven rows behind us like word for word during play because that's how quiet it was because you can't even really hear the noise on the ice yeah it was just very strange very strange vibe I haven't had that experience I've been to a few regular season games, and then uh, I feel like I upstairs is different. Oh, well, I was in lower bowl for yeah. two of them, and I didn't feel like it was. Yeah, it was really quiet. Super quiet or super loud or anything. Yeah, it was very. It was just a very odd sort of energy. 
Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it was. I have no idea. But it just, yeah, it felt really strange. And the friend that I was with, she commented on that, too. She thought that was... Hmm. That, that maybe Rexall had a different vibe to it. It would have had more more energy in the building or, or whatever. So there's just something about it that... Um, and I put something on Twitter and someone replied that, you know, the reason that nobody's paying attention to the game or cheering or whatever is because they're all too busy pissing in the sink. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was funny. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, it was just... it was that, that to me was really odd. Like, even when they scored their first two goals, I was sort of like, huh. Mm-hmm. It's not as loud as you would expect it to be. And always when I watch them on TV, I always feel like it's quiet, but I didn't actually know how quiet. I wonder, like, is it kind of two things? Could it be, like, the actual construction of the building, A? Or is it that, you know, there's been increase in prices and things like that, and it's a different type of fan now? Maybe. I bet that it, it can could probably be both. Game. I bet you it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, I've been to concerts there, and the concerts are acoustically really like, The acoustics really good. in that building are wonderful yeah. when the sound is coming from the ice surface and the glass is down. But you don't hear a lot of crowd noise. Because it almost, like, filters it yeah. right up. Yeah. And that's that's fine for our concerts. Like, I don't need yeah. to hear the people wooing behind me. Because it is so much more vertical than yeah. it is horizontal. Yeah. Especially, like, with those layers of boxes and loges and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that fill, put, yeah, put lots of people in seats, but they don't take up a ton of space. Yeah. Whereas, um, yeah, Rexall had that, like, almost continuous slope yeah. all the way up to the top. Whereas this is very, like, sloped and then vertical Straight and up. then really, really steep. Maybe, yeah. yeah, I don't know, maybe that's part of it. Hmm. But it was just, it just felt weird. And I mean, they scored six goals and, you know, they played a good game for the most part. I thought the Oilers played really well. Um, which was good, as as we now know, because um, they're not doing today well. Today was not good. Today was not good. Uh, the Oilers, as of today, are four, eight, and one. I believe they got shut out by the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> this is like maybe the worst Red Wings lineup in fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. Super struggling. It's not good. I don't know what's wrong with them. I really, truly don't. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to even. I think there's a lot of issues. Yeah. But I don't know where to... I don't think you can pinpoint one is more than the other. No, I, I think there's, like... I think there's some on-ice stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I think there's some off-ice stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I know there's some off-ice stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's affecting what's happening when they're playing. Because, like, you have guys who come in and they're supposed to bring sort of, like, an intensity or whatever and they're just not they're not delivering yeah um yeah i just i don't know it was and that's not like necessarily pinpointed against anyone like every single player is not delivering right now yeah it's yeah i mean and there are some guys i think that are underperforming more than others but i think on the whole the team is kind of underperforming i got a text from a friend today i was in a movie but um she said i think that i'm working harder than leon dreisaitl is right now (laughs) um and I don't know what she was doing, but I imagine it wasn't playing a professional hockey game. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it's funny when that sort of happens and it's interesting to see that, like, that talk about the team, you know, and how people are. I don't know if they're, they're not off the bandwagon. Because I feel like if the 10 years in the basement didn't put you off the bandwagon, you're not getting off now. Yeah. But I think that people are starting to be like, you know what, this is not quite good enough. Oh, no, not at all. And it shouldn't be. No, and I think unfairly people expected last year's 
success to be the new standard. Yeah. But that's not going to happen when you remove pieces and replace them with lesser lesser pieces. Yeah, in anything. Yeah. Like, if you play Jenga and you pull a block out and then you put a little smaller one in that same spot. Or no block. Or no block at all. (laughs) But, like, if you do that, then it's not... That tower's not going to stand up. No. Right? It's kind of the same principle. Um... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's been, but it's been really interesting for me, like sort of looking through the rig, Twitter and stuff. And we've written a lot less stuff because, like, what at what point will you say? Yeah. Like there was a lot of times, not last season, but the season before, where I did a bunch of pregames and like they were just dog shit, terrible for part of the year, right? Lost, you know, just six in a row. They were just garbage. And like, how many times can you say? Well, the others are back at it again. Like, it's just, <laughs> and I think we're kind of like we're right now kind of at that point. Yeah. Because there's not a lot happening, but things need to change. And there's only been, what, 14 games? There's only been 13 13 games. Yeah, yeah, they're 48 months. So, yeah, 13 games. Yeah. It's just... It's real rough. It is rough. Um, And there's a chance that they don't make the playoffs because of this start. Mm Mm-hmm. That sucks. That super sucks. Um, Because I know last year, and I was joking about this with someone the other day, I don't remember who it was, that, like, Charlie had said last year he predicted 85 points. For the team, that was sort of where he thought they'd be, they which wouldn't, which wouldn't put them in a playoff spot last year. But they definitely overperformed on that expectation, mm-hmm. and now they're underperforming on what other people have to say. But I think back to like the preseason. I don't know if you remember when uh, Don Lachishan did his model, and it put the Oilers way lower than people thought they should be. He mm-hmm. had them kind of around like ninety six ish points, kind of right on that cusp of playoff contention, and people got really mad about it. Um, but where they're at right now. There, I think. I think this morning I saw their projection was going to be like eighty four points. Yeah. You know, if where they're like how they're playing and whatever. So, so. you're saying Chio was right? I'm saying so just he was just year <laughs> was just year early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. There's a lot of fire Chia hashtags going on. And there's a lot of people who think that McClellan's not doing a job, but like I don't know how as a coach you can do the job that you need to do if you without don't the have pieces. without the pieces. It's yeah. like teaching. Like you can't teach the thing you want to teach if you don't have all the resources. The material to do it, yeah. I think he's doing whatever he can. Like, he's definitely trying with different lineups. Like, yeah. what else is he supposed to do? Yeah, like, if this is the personnel that he's stuck with. Yeah. You know, if your best right winger is a guy who should probably be a center, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then your second best right winger is 18 years old. It's probably going to go back to junior. Like, yeah. that's a that's a lineup problem and there's nothing that the coach can do because he doesn't have the personnel to yeah. put in just like three years ago yeah four years ago five years ago seven six years, years ago. ago yeah 2008 mm-hmm. all of those years it's mm-hmm. just the same story it is and it sucks it's a shitty story and it's it, what i find really interesting too is like i got friends who are fans of other teams for you know reasons i guess like whatever their reasons are and they're kind of laughing at us now again after last year and we were all I don't want to say we were all because I wasn't but like lots of people were really really cocky about it and yeah decade darkness is over etc yeah and that's fine because it was right mm-hmm. but it's not anymore maybe no. last year was that aberration could be so look what happened today in Colorado they traded Matt Duchesne mm-hmm. got a bunch of pieces basically for him in a three-way deal with Nashville and Ottawa and good for them for doing that and good for Duchesne for not having to be there anymore. Like, yeah. I think it's good for everybody. Uh, in an ironic twist of everything, his first game is going to be against Colorado on Friday in Sweden or whatever. But uh, um, you look at that and, like, 
Colorado was pretty good. I don't know, two, three seasons ago? Three seasons ago, Three seasons ago, they had that, like, PDO miracle, and they were unreal, and then they leveled off, and I feel like that's what's happening to the Oilers. Yeah. Everybody's got those aberrations. Yeah. And I said that to somebody when I did a draft at the beginning of, like, right before the regular season started. I was like, I would be surprised if they make the playoffs this year. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, you want to put some money on it? And I was like, yeah, that's 20 bucks. I don't mind taking off you. And I don't, I mean, I hope they do make the playoffs, but I was just like, ah, the way they're built, I don't know if they will. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny how people get so angry at you for saying that. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Get over yourselves. I know. Like, I've been a fan of shitty teams for a long time. But you can, you know, say that <laughs> factually yeah. they're bad. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you don't like them. No. And it doesn't mean that you don't want them to do well. Yeah. Just relax. Yeah. Like, I got somebody the other night while I was uh, at the game called me a moron on the Twitter because I responded to something. Um, somebody replied to a tweet of mine that said, like, oil fans are trash. And I was like, well, yeah, kind of. The ones that I'm sitting around certainly are. And then someone called me a moron for agreeing with that. And I was like, mm, I feel like you just... Proved it. Proved the point. Thanks, that, pal. That's, but thank you for coming out. Enjoy the game. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna watch my favorite hockey player do some good things. Yeah. You can't harsh my mellow. No. And on that note, New Jersey Devils are 9-3. and three. <laughs> <laughs> They super are. Yeah, it's good. They super are. It's good. I mean, I don't know. I don't I'd expect them to keep this up. Like, I don't know if their defense is built to sustain this. No, I don't think so either. And if Corey gets hurt, they're in real trouble. If any of the forwards go down, yeah, they're in real trouble. Because all those pieces are working together really, really well right now. To be fair, right now, though, they're missing, I think, yeah, Marcus Johansson and Kyle Palmieri and Travis Ajak. Yeah. And they get those guys back. <laughs> but if they lose any other it, piece yeah, plus yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> but if, when they get those guys back, I think that'll, mm-hmm. that'll change things, too. Because I was thinking about that, actually, on Friday night. That, like, for all intents, I mean, the Oilers, I think, generally dominated possession in the game. And, like, I don't know, apparently Drew Romanda can't do math. And was what? confused about how, like, the Oilers had won 77.5% of the face-offs. He's like, how can you win 0.5 of a face-off? And people on Twitter were... Because that's an average? Yeah, he doesn't know that. And that the Oilers were averaging 29.2 hits a game. And was like, how do you have 0.2 of a hit? And I was like, hmm, it's an average? But anyway. <laughs> um, like, the Oilers definitely dominated possession in that game. And they won... Yeah, like, almost 80% of the face-offs or whatever. But I was thinking about if those three had been in the Devils lineup. How different, how different that game yeah. would have looked. Because it would have looked a little bit different. Because they went with 11 forwards and yeah. 7D. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they'd have had those three, they would have probably gone... More forwards to this team. Yeah, they probably would have gone 12 yeah. and 6. And that would have made a difference. Um, For sure. But, you know, it is what it is. I didn't get to see a single minute of it. Did you record it or... No. No. I thought I would. But I just didn't. Yeah. I thought I would be able to see it, but it just didn't end up happening. It was good. I thought I would have taken more pictures. I only took like one or the two that I sent you and then that was it. I just Is that a sign? Is that a sign of I don't know, perhaps a calmness in the force. Maybe. But also there was the netting was right there and I was, like yeah. up on the big screen it just didn't bother. Um it's not like we don't have pictures of Taylor Hall. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> on our Twitter account, on our phones. And we beg to him, dear God, please change your yeah. Twitter picture, Taylor. We have lots of options for you. If you'd like to see more, let us know. Yes, especially if you're going to, you know, yeah, if you're gonna, put yourself out if there. If you're going to be shooting your shot with Selena Gomez, you need to be... Uh, you need some stuff backing it up, man. Yeah. 
and that picture that looks like you're trying to hold in a fart is probably not your best look. It's it's like he's trying to do algebra in his head. <laughs> I'm just kind of my same. He's look. like he's like that lady that like the, the math gift where she's just like gets more confused as the numbers. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of it. But also like I feel like he's holding in a fart. Yeah. While it's happening. I super agree. Yeah. Or like a chilling burp. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something's about to come out. And he's just like, oh dear God. Take it, take it, go, go, go. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that is what it is. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a little bit not what it should be. Mm-mm. Not, not when there's like so many other things of much better caliber out there. Yeah. Like, just come on. That's even on his own Instagram. Yeah. Get your shit together, buddy. Like, he knows his angles, Megan. Uh, <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> oh, God. Uh-huh. So that's where we went. All right. Um, Bound to get there sooner or later. Yeah, I'm surprised it took that long, to be perfectly honest. I was like, 17 minutes. It's because I didn't talk for 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, because we're not actually a sports podcast. I forgot. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm distracted right now because Taylor Hall's carrying the puck into the offensive zone. And, ah, oh, too bad. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Stranger Things, let's talk about that. Yeah. This is going to be all spoilers. This yeah. is going to be all spoilers. If you didn't binge it over a day like I did or three days like Megan did. Yeah, sorry. Just we'll, pause. Yeah, we'll put some timestamps in. On our in our description. <laughs> Will we make it? <laughs> well, we'll try. We'll try to. Um, yeah. Well, I'm just kind of. I can keep track of the time if I really need to. Um, we can put some timestamps in. So yeah, Stranger Things season two. Okay, can I begin? Um, you yes, and I will interject when I. From episode one to episode three, I thought, oh boy, this is real bad because it's real boring. There was not. Anything that was happening. Yeah, that was goal. Cool. <laughs> no, but no. it's a double goal. Is that love joy? Uh-huh. Excellent. Um, <laughs> th- nothing that was happening with Will was interesting. Nope. He was having these fits. I really hated the new girl and her brother. I didn't hate her, but I hated him. But you're supposed to hate him, so like, I guess. Yes. But I, f- yeah, there was just nothing about her that I was intrigued or interested by. And then everything that was happening with like Barb, yeah, and her wanting to say the mystery or like <sighs> give Barb's parents something. You mean Nancy? Yeah, wanting to give Barb's parents. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just like Nancy, you can't. Yeah. They won't understand. No. Like no one will understand. No. And Steve, I just the first episode, first few uh, episodes and all of last season too. Like yes. he was awful. But he got much better. Yes. But he was, like, those first episodes he was terrible. I know. And also, were you thinking from as soon as we met Bob, you were like, something I don't fucking like about this You know what? It it wasn't just that. It was also, like, it was, like, the same reaction I had as when Matt Damon showed up in Interstellar. Yes. I was like, like, he's too nice. I can't trust him. There's something underneath. And he's too well known for this to not be what it is. Some sort of twist. Yeah. Yeah. But shockingly, a non-twist twist. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But I, yeah, I had a really weird feeling about him. That, that's a that is a good observation. Because um, I felt like there couldn't possibly be. I'm so sorry, Joyce. <laughs> Someone interested in Joyce. I know. Well, other than Hopper. Other than Hopper, which and we can I talk about later. Oh my god, I don't know why they're beating around the bush. With I know, this. like just get it on. Because please. they're so do both damaged, like 
just to have damage love together. God. But it would be good for both of them. A hundred percent. Because, like, then she could actually talk to him about, like... Everything. Yes. And he could talk to her. Like, I mean, it's different with him because his daughter died. Yes. Right, like, actually for real. And it wasn't, like, a weird alien thing or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. they have that, that thing in common. Absolutely. Um, we'll talk about Hopper in a minute. We will. I really like Hopper. There's a lot of opinions about Hopper. Yeah. Um... Can I say that about the first episode? Yeah. I watched it with my kids. Yes, yes, Like, yes. the day that it came out. Did I was freak? like, all right, let's do this. Um, and I, the end, when he comes back to the cabin, and there's the two trays on the table, I was like, what? Because I didn't really, I didn't really know what to expect. And then when that happened, I was just like, what? I so did not expect it to be her. Like, I, I no. so did not expect that. And one of my kids was like, I knew she wasn't dead. Well, I never thought she was dead. No, but, but I didn't like, think but that my, Hopper One of my 15-year-old yeah. kids, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I was just like, yes. And I like that narrative arc a lot. I super did. I super did. There was, I hated episode seven, though, when she leaves and goes finds number mm-hmm. eight. Yes. Everything about that, because I watched this all in nine hours with my friend Davis. <laughs> friend of the show, Davis. <laughs> and, friend of the show and graphic designer. Yes. Which we'll talk about later, um, too. And both of us, during that episode, we were just like, I hate everything about this. It felt so anachronistic. I understand why I she totally understand why. It. But I think that would have been better served in season three. Yeah, maybe. Because it took her out of the importance and her connection to the other kids. Right. And I felt like Mike was super underserved this season. She was super underserved this season, and she just was almost a plot device. And she's such a good actress. Oh my god, is she ever. Like, in in the second episode, or third episode, I think, whatever the Halloween one is, the trick-or-treat one. That's that's the second one, because that's the one we watched on Friday at Mm -hmm. school. Um, When she's asking Hopper, like, when he'll be back, and she doesn't know how to say, like, clock times yet, and she's like, at 515, and just, like, the look of earnestness on her face, I'm just like, oh, you poor girl. I know. And that, yeah, okay, we should just get into Hopper now. I love him. I do too, but I was so angry with him. I know. Because he had such unrealistic expectations for her. Yeah. She's not a normal child. She no. has never had a family. No. And his discipline of her was absurd. Yeah. And absolutely unrealistic, and I thought at times emotionally abusive. Like, I, I know why, like, in the Halloween episode, for example, like, why he didn't want her to go trick-or-treating. I get it. I get it. But I wish he would have taken her. Yeah. Like, if he had taken her as the ghost with the sheet on. Yeah. Then, you or know. Or even they just drove around town together. Just so she could, like, see. And she yes. could even see her friends and, like, know that they're okay and that Will's okay. Like, just to, like, have that. Connection. Yeah. Because yeah. she's very much isolated. Oh, for sure. Right. And it's so. And that's why I was so angry. Because she went from a cell to a cell. Yeah. And I was like, Hopper, you of all people should yeah. know better I mean, than at least this. the cell has windows, but. The shades have to yeah. always be drawn. Yeah. And so when she leaves, um, that's kind of like, I mean, good for her. And I, I feel, yes. I totally understand why she did. Um, but then to see how worried he is about her mm-hmm. is, re- is good. Like, it redeems some of that other, I think. Yeah, I you know, agree. Because, like... But her leaving is 100% his fault. Oh, of course it is. And I think part of it, too, is him, right? Because having, like, obviously, like, the divorce and his daughter dying, and, like, he doesn't... He hasn't wanted to, like, be open connected, up yeah. and be connected to anyone. And, like, rightly so. And so for him to do that... 
But that's why it was so strange because I know you loved this. But when he's cleaning out his dad's cabin, yeah. he's so like fun. Yes. And I was just I like, I get this. Like, because you never see that no. side of him. And if he was no. so closed off or afraid of being so closed off, yeah. then why is it that that side that came out? I wonder if maybe the cabin is sort of like a like a safe haven for him, too. It, I don't know, because he, he said, like, his dad died there. No, but, but there's like good... Like, separated But there's from... good memories attached to it, right? And he yeah, finds the possibly. record, and you know what I mean? That's so true. maybe for him, there's, like, a... There's a sense of security to the place. Yeah. And then, you know, he's got the tripwires and, and whatever, and sets it up so that she, she can hear when people are coming, and he's got the special knock, so he does all of the things to, like... Yeah. let her know without actually saying it that he's doing this to keep her safe like yeah. without, in that weird gruff way that he has um but like i wonder for him that the ca- if the cabin has that like right. that sense of security like even though his father died there and was kind of disconnected that it's still this mm-hmm. piece of of, home of a past yeah. yeah and then he wants it to kind of feel like that for her and in shitty circumstances where he can't just let her wander around yeah right but then I was also like, just follow through on your fucking promises. And Albert. show up at 5.15 with fucking yes. Halloween candy, you piece of shit. Yes. Like, that, how do you oh. not know that suddenly it's dark? Yeah. Also, like, can we talk about how it went from, like, daylight to dark? Immediately. Immediately? I know. Yeah, okay. But for us, that kind of happens pretty... Yeah, that's true. But, shocking. like, but not there. It's further south. It wouldn't happen at that early of and a not time. Not at that rate. No. no. Um, but anyway... No, I, and it's funny too, because with Hopper, like, I do really enjoy him. Um, he's a lot, to me, like Nick Miller in New Girl. In a way, yes. In, like, in certain in ways. In a way, yes. Yeah, and, and, that, and I love that kind of character, so it should really be no surprise that mm-hmm. Hopper's my favorite on the show of the adults, for sure. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Joyce is a disaster, but she's so good. She's so good. And there's nothing about her where she's willfully being a disaster. No. Like, she's just a disaster. She's just a disaster. And she she tries her hardest. Yeah. God, does she ever try. Yeah. And just, like, she's cursed. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is. There's yeah. nothing she can do. No, that's true. And that's unfortunate. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed the arc with, um, what's his name? The Teeth? Was it Teeth? Yeah. Oh, Dustin. Yeah, and like, and like D'Artagnan, and like that whole. I like. I enjoy that that happened to him though, and not, like, not to Will, and not to Mike, and not to Lucas. Is that Lucas? Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy that. That was with him, because mm-hmm. like he's he's got that like kind of, you know, like weird off kilter personality a little bit, and so the fact that yeah, you know, he's the one who found it. He's and, like the most weird out of all. Yeah. Of them. Yeah. And his mom is perfection. Oh my god, she's so great. Like and the way that they talk to each other. <laughs> and like his, his bit with his pearls and stuff, like his oh teeth. My like, it's just, oh, so know. good. But then I mean, like at the end though, him crying at the end, I was just like, oh, someone just needs to hug you. And so that for me was where like Nancy, I mean, she was pretty great for most of the season, but she yeah. like 100% redeemed herself for all of the shitty barb stuff at the beginning with what she did there yeah and i love how steve is just his super unhealthy surrogate father yeah (laughs) like everything about that yeah gave me life me and davis were like freaking oh what was that dumb show (sighs) something detective True Detective season three. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't it stay yeah. on the case? Because, yes. <laughs> yeah, Steve went from like a real asshole. Mm-hmm. And like at the Halloween party, like he was just such a dick. 
And then... She was also a crazy person. She was. She absolutely was. But, like, how do you not be? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, how do you... And you he know? was very dismissive of her concerns. Yes, and he was super unsupportive and, mm-hmm. and whatever. And so it was really no surprise to me then that, like, her and Jonathan, that wasn't a surprise. Like, because you could see that being projected last season. Yeah, too. for sure. Um, and it was funny because my kids, as we're watching, like, the first two episodes, my kids are, like, a little bit uncomfortable with that, like, in the group setting. And so I'm curious what's going to happen when we get later. To that point. Because, like, it's nothing bad. It's nothing that you can't show on primetime TV. Not at all. And even if it's, like, TV 14, like, it doesn't matter, so I can show it to them in class, but it was just really funny watching their reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but watching, like, watching them watch it after I'd seen it is so fun. Just because it's great. Because you're just waiting. Waiting for them to, like, see stuff and pick things up and figure things yeah. out. and Yeah. I know, it's a great show. The one thing that I was, like, super ticked about, I was like, you're telling me out of that whole elementary school, only four kids yeah, dress right? up on Halloween? Like, fuck you. Although I feel there's like there's no way. There's no way. I feel way. like they did the same thing on Freaks and Geeks, if I remember right. I feel like at school there was like very little in the way of costumes. But that's absurd. I know it is absurd cuz like even like I don't know what I mean I didn't dress up cuz I don't. Our school was crazy. Ours was probably like maybe 40% dressed up. It wasn't quite oh, so much. I'd but I think like 50 there's like sure. a there's a thing at yeah. my school that's different than yours. Yes. Um but yeah, it, yeah, no, I found that really odd too. And my kids thought that was weird. Cause they thought, cause like, and we also did it on purpose cause we did like, we watched that episode the week of Halloween Yeah. and they were like, they're like, more kids would have dressed up. I was like, well, of course they would have. And when they said everyone last year dressed up. And they were but still I, in middle school. They were. But I think that's a comment to perhaps them as still being very childlike. Maybe. And the other kids kind of growing up around them. But what about the younger kids? Right? Like, but they don't really have a lot of connection with the younger But kids. why didn't we see them, you know? Like, it's not like the whatever grade they're in, eighth grade or whatever. Like, they're yeah. in a separate building. Like, you know? That's true. That was the only thing that could be. what's his face? Their teacher. As if he wouldn't have dressed up. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, he might have been the only staff member dressed up, but there's no No, possible... he would have gone as, like, fucking Crick who, quote unquote, discovered DNA. Like, he would have But he would have absolutely dressed up 100%. for Halloween, right? 100%. So at the very least, there would have been him. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just very odd that, like... That made me very angry. Yeah. But I also enjoy, like... I mean, there's, like, the weird things going on in town, but I also enjoy that they're, like, dealing with some of, like, the teenage... Like, drama. Teenage with drama and, like, hormones and, and stuff. I think yeah. it's good. And, like, and like Lucas and, and Dustin competing for Max's attention. And, yeah. And I really enjoyed that the first episode was called Mad Max. Me too. I was like, oh, that's so good, because that's, like, the perfect time. For that, for yeah. For that. It was great. But, yeah, like, that they're dealing with all that teenage uh-huh. drama. And I did like how Lucas won. Yeah. And not Dustin. Yeah. Even though Dustin's effort, or, sorry, because Dustin's effort was very superficial. Yes, it was. Whereas Lucas was like, I actually want you to understand, A, why Mike hates you, B, while we're always so secretive. Like, yeah. And yeah. he cared about her more. Yes. Than Dustin. Dustin liked the idea of her. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah, for, for Dustin, she was, like, the, the manic pixie dream girl. 100%. And yeah. for Lucas, she was, like, an actual person. Mm-hmm. And that, and it, yeah, so it's good that that happened. But Dustin in the end with that hair. Oh, my God, it's so good. Oh, I was screaming. <laughs> He's just the best. Oh. He's so good. Steve with his, like, proud pop-up moment. <laughs> God damn. It's great. 
Uh, it was pretty good. And then, yeah, like I said, like, Nancy redeemed herself big time at the end there. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, and then that, like, last shot as that dance is happening and then the camera pulls out, I was just like, yes! But that's what I'm not quite sure about, because what... (sighs) What did they do? You know, sure, they got Will back again. Yeah. But what did they do? Yeah. They did essentially nothing? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But also, also, why doesn't everybody in this town fucking move? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, this is the, the second hell? year in a row. Yeah. At, right around the same time that, like, Some weird shit's shit happened. going down. Yeah. People are... Think of all the people who died in that research building. Imagine you're one of the farmers and, like, your crop does the thing. Like, wouldn't you be like, I'm out. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> I've seen this in the Bible. <laughs> this is some apocalyptic shit. Is this the locusts? Shit. Like, I do not know what is happening. I am leaving. I know. Yeah, that is a very good point, yes. Like, why, why don't they go? Because, like, that town didn't create 50% of the labor force at that research building. Like, yeah, no kidding. Absolutely. It's really bizarre. Calgary scored. Oh. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, that is, that is a very good point. Uh, but that point that, that, that when Bob asks Joyce about moving. Yeah. And she's like, I can't. That I thought her rationale was very interesting. Where she's just like, I can't not be here. Yeah. Despite everything that happened. This is where it happened. This is where it happened. Yeah. Um, and I found that kind of interesting. But for her... But she's also got a history, and if she leaves... She does. And if she... I think if she leaves the town, then she also leaves Hopper. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't think... Because, I mean, it, much like she's with Bob and whatever, whatever, but she still mm-hmm. needs Hopper when Things shit goes right, bad. Yeah. And if she leaves, then she doesn't have that safety net. Mm-hmm. So for her, the town becomes her, her safety net, whereas, like, for Hopper, maybe it is that cabin and... You know, the things like that. But I think for Hopper, it's also because he, I'm sure in his mind, failed to protect his daughter. Yes. He has to protect yes. everyone else that he can. Yeah. So even him moving away, he would feel like he failed. Yes. And so him people. ending up protecting Eleven. Yes. He makes has, total sense. He ha- of course it makes sense, because yeah. he definitely has a savior complex. Oh, 100%. Um... Which, again, is another thing that I'm... That I have always drawn to in, like, fictional characters. And so, like, that's another reason probably why I like him. But, like... Yeah, he's drawn to that need to. Mm-hmm. And he tries... And it's funny when he's, like, trying to be gruff. But it's very obvious that he cares. And I enjoy that, too. He's a great actor, David. He really is. He's very, very like, good. Like, what a stellar cast. It's phenomenal. Like, it's absolutely phenomenal. And especially to have so many children who are... God, such natural actors. And actual children. Yes. Like, I think the oldest one is the kid that plays Lucas, and he's, like, 16 now. Yeah. Right? And the rest of them are all, like, 13 and 14. 14, yeah. And that, I mean, that's tough to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, Millie Bobby Brown is unbelievable. A revelation. She's so good. When she says bitchin' that first yeah. time, <laughs> I laughed uproariously. Oh, man. And when she says it to Hopper in the car. Like, yeah. what a yeah. delightful comedic moment on the way to... I'm sure they thought, like, their certain doom. Yes. And, like, there's no way yeah. we're gonna not die. Yeah. And I like the bit, too, when they created that sensory deprivation um, chamber in the last. Because mm-hmm. um, we never... I don't know if we ever actually talked about that. 
because um, I was thinking about Joyce and how she like kind of evolved a little bit and that was for me where her like transformation started was with that and it kind of carried through into how this she's season. the one like supporting yes. Eleven and clutching onto her and, yeah because yeah. she re- recognizes that she has no family like there's mm-hmm. nobody there mm-hmm. um, and I wonder too if if part of that is like Hopper seeing that, that. in Joyce in Joyce and sort of feeling like yeah I have to do this mm-hmm. um, and it sucks that he has to keep it a secret it's so stupid but I get I get why like he I, could I'm, pick up Mike from I know school and bring him to that fucking cabin yeah yeah or a whole bunch of things because Mike's parents suck they are the worst <laughs> they are a hundred percent the worst parents they are awful they they are awful it is true they would not notice. If he was not there for three hours after school. They wouldn't notice if he was there for, wasn't there for three days. That's true. Like, they would legitimately not notice. And, like, I super loved when Jonathan and Nancy were, like, going to buy all that shit. And, like, you know. And I was just like, how does nobody question this? No red flags. Like, not a, like, a bear trap. Like, everything. I was just like, what is happening? And then they just, like, vanish. Mm Mm-hmm. And nobody cares. In this season, they're gone for, like... A weekend. Yeah. Together. As, like, high school seniors. Yeah. Who are, like, you know, on the surface, barely friends. And nobody thinks to think that's weird. Like, it's just... Yeah. But, I mean, maybe that's, like, a comment on the time. Because I've seen some, like, comments on Twitter and, like, some some stuff online about how kids now are, like... Like, that would never happen. My parents would never let me... Like, they would never let me go be gone from home that yeah. long. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe not now, but and at that time they sure would have. It's so funny because I think about that all the time, especially at our last PD day, because it was very much of, it enraged me because it was a very much of a negative, like, kids these days, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, kids these days are like that because the adults now fucking suck. It's not that you can't trust your kid to go from A to B, but the chance of your kid dying from A to B has gone up exponentially because the adults fucking suck. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's not on the children. They're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They're vulnerable because everyone else is terrible. Yeah, that's a fair point. So I was like, how can you not have any self-reflection on that? Yeah, that's As true. society. That's true. Because, yeah, like, this is being, you know, like, said in the early 80s or whatever. And so there's that, like, you know, a difference. Just a very, I mean, mm-hmm. I remember, like, from when I was a kid to, to what kids do now. And just, like, the boundaries that we had and... That kind of thing. Oh, it's 3-3. Three, three. What the hell's going on? What? Um, it was just 3-2, and I didn't... You were talking, so I didn't want to interrupt oh. you. But now it's 3-3. Three, three. He wasn't on the ice, though. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's all I care about. Um, not a sports podcast. No. Um, oh, that Gibbons? Yeah. Good for him. But, uh, no, it's... I'm, oh, boy. I'm... Oh, nice <laughs> deflection. <laughs> that was so shitty for Calgary, though. Olympic what champion Mike Smith doing? and goal, y'all. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is that guess. Jimmy too? Uh, no. No. Sorry, sorry, Jess. Sorry, Jess. Sorry, Jess, for making fun of your team. Um, but that was real bad. I hope you watched that. That's super sad. Um, no, that wasn't Jimmy Hayes. I don't know who that was. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's an interesting phenomenon. Stranger Things, because I, I felt too like episodes one and three were kind of eh, mm. but eight and nine blew my fucking mind. They were so good. My sister said she just like ugly cried for all of eight and nine. Oh and yeah. I didn't at all. I didn't at all, and I don't know why. Because you're dead inside. A hundred percent, I'm dead inside. <laughs> and I was also watching with someone all day. Yeah, I didn't. That might have been part of it too. I don't think I cried either. I felt like I could have. Yeah. But I didn't. Like I just didn't quite get to that point. 
I was super moved by Bob's death, though. Yeah. That was poetic <laughs> and incredible. Jess texted me, and she was like, oh, my God, they killed Sean Astin. I know. And in my head, I was like, because when he died, I was like, Rudy. <laughs> was like, See, as soon as he showed up, I was like, fuck, Samwise did not age well. <laughs> but it's funny, though. It's funny to me because, like, as soon as he showed up, I was like, mm, he's not going to make it through the season. I it, thought he would just disappear. Yeah, like, he'd but, be like, "This is fucking weird." Yeah, well, fuck I'm this out shit. Case. I'm out. Yeah. yeah, but I was, I was pretty sure he wasn't gonna make it through the season because usually, that's how, like, that's how things go. You bring in somebody who like people recognize, and it's sort of like yeah, one and done. Yeah. And I also really liked Paul Reiser. Yes, he was very effective, which was kind of unexpected to me because I, I only, didn't know he was cast at all. I only ever think of him as like. In Mad About You, and so like I don't really have yeah. a I don't have a, a thought of. And he, I haven't seen anything that he's been Mad About You was what like twenty five years ago. Yeah, twenty. Twenty. But he hasn't been in a lot. Like, and he's a great comedic actor. But I thought he was stellar. He was very good. And he was him and Bob from the start too. I was like, these guys seem nice on the surface, but especially I don't trust science guy in the fucking research building because we've no. been there before. No. But he also played out very great in the end too. He did, but like at the beginning when they go to the you know they go to the session they go to see him or whatever. Yeah. And I mean I don't know why I didn't expect it, but I didn't expect it, and I was like, fucking course they're watching. Like of course. Of they course are. they are. Right, yeah, but yeah. for whatever reason I was like those bastards. Like it, it didn't even dawn on me that that would be. But he's but, like a research subject. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then, but the way that they played it off at the beginning was mm-hmm. like it was very nefarious. Yeah. Right. And I was like. And he kept saying, all those guys are gone. All those guys are gone. That's not who we are anymore. And I was like, you're right. Bullshit. But it kind of was. Yeah. It kind of was. Yeah. No, I I super enjoyed it. I'm looking for... I read something that they... they, For sure, they have a third season kind of like mapped out. And they want to end it at at the fourth or the the fifth. Depending on how things work. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is... They're gonna have to move rapidly with the aging of the kids. Yes. Or they can do, like, the walking dead and just stop caring. He looks so old now, because he got so much taller in the last six months, like... Well, and I saw a thing, I saw a thing just today on Twitter with, um, Millie Bobby Brown, and she's, like, dressed, whatever, for some kind of, like, red carpet event, and she's got, like, long hair. I saw that, too. It was so gross. It sounds like she grew up before her eyes. I'm like, yo, she's still literally 13. That's gross. Yeah. Like, stop objectifying a teenager. And... Don't be disgusting. She's not grown up. No, she's thirteen. She's thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has like long hair. She doesn't have a shaved head anymore. Is that why? Like, is that the difference? Like, I, I just. Oh definitely... no, she has breasts now. Well, that's the difference. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, whatever. That was annoying. But yeah, they're gonna have to either go rapidly with it or just not care, like The Walking Dead. Yeah. There's only two ways to do because like that that is still maybe one of the best decisions they made on that show, is that they haven't done anything with the kid that plays Carl. Yes. He was like 10 when the show started, or 8 or whatever when the show started, and he's like 17 now, something like that. I don't know, 9 and 17, doesn't matter. Um, maybe he's 18, I'm not sure. But uh, he the, he was a baby. He was just like a tiny little fetus in season 1, and it's now season 8, and he's like got like wisps of facial hair and whatever, and he's 18 years old and his voice is dropped and whatever. But like, the story arc, if you look at the actual timeline of how much time has passed on the show, maybe 3 years? Yeah. Which is insane. But anyway, um, they just ignored it completely because he's so good at it. Yeah. And so they have to make a decision and, like, are they going to just roll with it or, yeah, you know, can, you know, 
advance time somehow. And I'm really curious what you can possibly do because this season, even though, like, Will was back and it wasn't necessarily a missing person's mystery to solve. Yeah. It still followed that structure of last season. Yes. Almost to the T. Like, you could pinpoint those climactic moments episodically just like you could last season too. So now I'm curious, what do you do in season three that hits all those notes somehow addresses the big fucking spider alien in the sky. Yeah. Without it being... Without it being Will. That form... Yes, because I think... Well, I think now it's kind of an everybody thing. And I think that was the point, because at the end of season one, when Will coughs up the thing that's living, it's just him in the bathroom. Yeah. And then now at the end of season two, when the camera pulls out of the gym... It's it's everybody. And so I think think that's the... I think that's That's the the thing that's going to be different. Okay. And I, f- I hope that's what they because I was kind of thinking the same thing that like the first season was ostensibly about Will but he wasn't in it yes. for the most part and, and then this, this one, one he is was, about Will but he's in it he's in it and so now where do you go yeah. you can't make him disappear again because that's dumb you can't just like carry it on so I think that like last shot where they pulled out and flipped it upside down I feel like now we're like okay that everybody, was everybody's cool. as in in this now yeah um, even the people who Don't weren't know. Yeah. before. And I find that really interesting because as much as I really liked Will as a character, I know some people don't, but I'm like, how could you not? He's just like an innocent little boy. Yeah. And he's so good at being that innocent little boy. Big eyes and like that, yeah. Oh, and even when, like, it was heartbreaking when he was trying to, like, fight back against the internal control. Yeah. And it was Mike that was able to figure it out. And yeah. it's just like, yes, you and Mike, best friends till the end, like, yeah. finally reconnected. But yeah. I'm just like, ah. Oh, think it's like not doing him justice to do this again and again and again because he needs to grow as well yeah not not move past the thing but like he has to have some character development he can't just be the zombie boy yes right he can't he can't be zombie boy for another season no and i think they tried to cap that off by having the girl dance with him at the end to show that that for him has kind of come too close that's why i think i just wasn't very interested in the last episode because everything was too fucking easy yeah but it was too easy until the end, right? And I think that's... But it, yeah. even that, you still, like... You're left with nothing. Yeah. You're left with this idea of something. But yeah. you have no idea what the stakes of it are. Yeah. Right? Like... But, I mean, at the same time, at the end of last season, we didn't really know what the stakes of it were going to be either. No, but at least you're like, there's something wrong with X and Y and Z. Yeah. Whereas because this, everything Eleven feels was normal. gone... Will was back, but he was faking being normal, as we saw yeah. in the movie. Whereas now everything feels normal again. Yes. And they just don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough dramatic tension and yeah. dramatic irony, right? For me, personally. No, I get that. I can I can appreciate that. But I'm glad they did that, too. Yeah. If they would have ended it without that shot, I would have been like, oh, so fucking show over? Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. Which would have been fine, to be honest. If it had been only two seasons and that was it, it would have been fine. I Greatest thought. two fucking seasons of television, yeah. Pretty great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's super good and I'm loving watching it with my kids. It's so fun. It's cool that you get to do a rewatch. Yeah. With them. And it kind of a, a quick rewatch, too, because like, I just watched it and now... Because mm-hmm. we watched the first one and I hadn't watched it first. Oh. I was like, yeah, it'll be okay. Is it gamble? Oh, not really. I mean, I wasn't overly concerned. But then I watched all the rest of them, like, that weekend and into the next week so that I could be caught up and, mm-hmm. and just know. And it was really good, too, because I give them a writing topic, right, for everyone. That's my curricular, 
my curricular link. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that I gave them for the one we did on Friday, the Halloween one, was like something about, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was just something about like sharing, how sharing a secret with somebody helps you to kind of lighten that load. And I was thinking very specifically of like Will telling Mike about mm-hmm. everything that has gone on mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, and Mike being able to like help him through that trauma or whatever. And so, and my kids for that question wrote more and longer than they have for any question so far, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting to read their stuff. Well, probably because they can think of more instances in which that has occurred beyond that episode, too. Yes, yes. That's really helpful. And I try really hard, to, and that's one of the reasons why I have to watch it before I watch before they do, just so that I can like come up with a question mm-hmm. that works. Because I want to frame it the way their essay topics are framed, so I have to have... What does the text creator suggest? No, it's dash two. So what is your opinion oh. of the idea of that? Oh, right, 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 Which is, right. for them, a little bit easier. But then, So I can't remember how I worded this one, but it was definitely like, yeah. And kids that don't like to write wrote quite a lot. That's which good. Which I thought was good. Would you accept them writing on that for their final? Yeah. Okay, good. Of course, yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. That's, a, that's the end of the shop talk for teacher time today. Yeah. Yeah, I would totally. That'd be good. But I mean, it, I, like, I don't care what they write about to be honest yeah. I don't care if they write about like the X-Files it doesn't matter as to long me. as they do yeah but yeah it was just it's fun and it's super fun to watch them watch it because I know it's coming and they don't but some of my kids binged it and had watched like five episodes like but they're still like in it I'm so sure. in 100% so but like some of my kids literally like it came out at midnight stayed up to like five in the morning and watched yeah. you know six episodes of this show went to sleep for a couple hours and then came to school of course they did and I was like you idiots I wanted to do the same choices. thing but come on guys we couldn't have waited one night <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for the next season. I know. Also, Riva, you should watch the show. Stop rewatching things. Riva also has not seen Planet Earth. Like, didn't know what it was. What? Yes. Ugh. I had to explain it to her. Because I think you're she a saw my Instagram story that one day. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Because we were, t- I saw her today when we were talking about like TV and stuff that she is. And she's like, well, I'm watching this and this. I was like, yeah, and rewatching other things. Come on, get on it. Because mm-hmm. I wanted her. I want her to watch this because she'll love it. She'll one hundred percent love it. Um, and so it's funny because I've watched all of it through on my school Netflix account because I have like the the profile, and I started watching the first episode on my other one, like when I when it first came out, and I watched the first like two and a half minutes, and I was like, nope, too scary, and I like turned it off because it was like late at night, and I was like, no, I can't do it, and I just never went back to it, and then I decided to to do it for school this year. Because I'm not a big fan of being scared. I'm not either. Which is why, like, when I watch X-Files and stuff, I can only watch certain episodes at certain times a day. Mm-hmm. Like, the fun ones. Mm-hmm. Like, Triangle and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they're not, they're not terrifying. No. I just like the weird science-y ones. Yeah. Not the psychological... No. And the weird... Like, some of the conspiracy ones are fine. Because yeah. they're so crackpot that Yeah, like, it doesn't well, matter. It's totally fine. But some of them, like, the host... With that fucking nope. sewer monster? That is the only nope. one. I've watched every episode of that TV show at least three times. That is the only one I haven't I watched skip. more than once. Because I watched it, obviously, the first time through, mm-hmm. and I was like, because mm-hmm, I re- did my first rewatch when I was living in Ireland, and I was like by myself in my apartment. Um, and then the episode came up on Netflix, and I was like, no, 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 I'm bored. Skip, like, skip, skip. And I couldn't remember like what this thing was to like skip the episode, because yeah. no, oh, it was terrible. And then I saw the thing, and I was just like, no. <laughs> just slam shut. Yeah. Throw it across the yeah. room. Yeah, I was like, no, we're done. We cannot do this anymore. It was terrible. <laughs> just the worst. Um, but no, it's good. I can't wait till there's more. I wish there was more. Like, I like that it's short seasons, but I wish there was a little bit more. 
Like, even ten no, episodes. I f- no, because I feel with ten, it gets too fluffy. There's too much stuff that you don't need. And even, I think, they could cut out all of episode seven, where she leaves. And yeah, maybe. it would like still be a strong Or, if they had, they could have done better with that episode and, like, cut some of that into other episodes. And that would have probably made it better. To explain maybe her absence. Yes. Or explain her and Harper's ten- Hopper. Hopper's tension yes. the whole time interspersed. Yes, yes that might have that worked a little been bit better. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I felt the same. That was one. It wasn't so much that it was, like, an anachronism. It just felt like... Well, it just felt like a different... Sh- it felt yeah. like Black Mirror. Me and Davis kept looking at each okay. other and be like, this is Black Mirror. Okay. This is what that's it feels fair. like. Yeah, Because it fair. suddenly was all new characters. It was bright and colorful and in the city and very, like, punk. Yeah. And it, it just wasn't. Yeah, it didn't have the same. It didn't have that same. It would have like if they'd started edge. her story there, and then done the backtrack. That might have worked, worked better, better too. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree that the intercutting would have made even just that that moment in that storyline more yeah. effective. Yeah, probably. But it was good. Super good TV. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Netflix TV, you want to talk about House of Cards for a minute? Yeah, we can. Um, just, like, I haven't watched anything past, like, the first season. But, um, um, I've seen all of it. No, just about how they are canceling their yeah. um, involvement with Kevin Spacey. Yeah, but that they, they're they already finished the season. Yes, so, in so whatever next season he's not on. going to be. Someone, I saw someone on Twitter, they were just sort of like, uh, they should just make it about Claire. Yeah, but they're just shutting everything. Yeah, which sucks. Because I know it's a good show. But no, honestly, like, even how last season ended. Yeah. I was like, well, they can't do anything more than one more. Like, they've achieved every okay. single wild dream that they had in season one. Yeah. Like, there's literally, there's nowhere for them to go now. Okay. They can't go higher, and they can go lower, yeah. but that would be interesting. Right. All right. Well, that's good. So I like, think they only deserve one more season. This whole thing, like, just as we've talked about it before, is just, like, fascinating to me yeah. to watch. It's really interesting to see industry... Yeah. React. Yes. And like in a pretty meaningful way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I wonder if like, because I watched an interview on Colbert with Ronan Farrow, mm-hmm. who wrote the New Yorker piece and about Harvey Weinstein. And I mean, and of course he's Mia Farrow's son and there's the Woody Allen, Steph. you know, and, and Stephen Colbert asked him some questions and he didn't get to... Um, in depth on some of those answers. He was just sort of like... You know, mm-hmm. what's out there is out there, and you know, just kind of, kind of leave it at that. Um, but it was a really interesting conversation about like how widespread this is, and I wonder how many women in the in- those industries are like, yeah, fucking right, it is. Mm-hmm. Like they just n- well, uh, every single woman know. has a story in entertainment or not. Yeah, and that's the gravity of the situation. And women who don't have stories statistical anomalies i don't know yeah i know i yeah i'm like, i don't want to say that they're, they're like they're in denial or whatever because no. that's not fair but like no. they would definitely be in the minority yeah like by a large margin i agree um yesterday we had a choir concert and this is sort of tangentially related i suppose um, spoilers over, by the way. I'll mark that at some point in time. Um, we uh, we had a choir concert yesterday, and um, at the Windspear, so we were up in the choir loft and, and stuff, and, and so at a rehearsal, um, I was talking with 
the girl that was beside me and, and a couple other ladies, and one of them asked um, what my thoughts about cultural appropriation was. Work. She was just it's something she's just learning about, and she's sort of um, trying to understand trying to understand it. it. And I said, well, I said I think that we ultimately just have to look at that we don't get to use other people's cultural totems as costume. As playthings. Like we just we don't get to because yeah. that's not appropriate what they are or respectful. It's, it's just yeah. not what they are. And I said, and they look to us. Maybe they might look funny or they might look cute or whatever because that's not what we're used to. Mm-hmm. But just because it's not what we're used to doesn't mean we don't get to, like, we don't get to respect those things. I said, it's pretty simple, mm-hmm. right? And I said, and when you look at kids, I think kids get it a lot better than adults do, right? If you told a kid, no, you can't, mm-hmm. you know, kids would be like, okay. Like, they're generally okay with things. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine... Um, has a four-year-old and a seven-month-old and she was saying that her four-year-old asked how come um one of my friends other friends doesn't have a husband Mm. but has a girlfriend and she was just like because sometimes boys fall in love with boys and girls fall in love with girls and that's just how it is and he's like okay like he's he's four he doesn't need to know more he doesn't need to know less that's just what it is that's just all it is and so at four years old he gets it, it. He gets it because mm-hmm. he just asked a question. And he's also asked questions about, like, how come kids that he goes to daycare with don't have moms and dads? Mm-hmm. And some have two moms and some have, you know, a mom and a dad and another mom. And, you know, like, just... Or grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. And, and, and so my friend and her husband have done, I think, a pretty good job of just explaining to him that, like, families are all different. Mm-hmm. And that him and his brother have a mom and a dad that live in the same house. And some people have mom and dads that live in different houses. And... Whatever. But if a four-year-old can understand it, an eight-year-old can still understand it, Mm -hmm. and a 15-year-old, they can still understand it. Like, our kids at school get it. Yeah. We didn't have anybody on Halloween wearing costumes. That were offensive. That were offensive in any capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, So if if high school kids can get it, what's wrong with their parents? Yeah. Right? And so it was an interesting conversation that we had yesterday, and then one of the ladies, she's quite a lot older, like, probably old enough... Maybe not old enough to be my grandma, but definitely old enough to be, like, an old mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how old she would be. Um, she said that what she thinks the real problem is is feminists. <laughs> and uh, that was really how she said it. Oh, um, And I thought about this last night. God. I wanted to text you, and I was like, no, I'm going to wait until tomorrow. Um, and so Krista, who was sitting beside me, we were both just like, because we're kind of the same age-ish, and these other ladies are older, right? Mm-hmm. And they... They, I think, are all old enough to be our moms, probably. Um, but uh, we were just... I was like, mm, I don't think so. I was like, let's just smash that fucking patriarchy down brick by brick. It was like, kill all the men. Like, <laughs> just get rid of them. We don't need them anymore. And a couple of the... Two of them kind of chuckled at me. And I said, no, seriously. And I, and I was like, we don't need them. No. You know? And then we kind of talked a little bit about... And then afterwards, Chris and I were like, it's totally an age thing. Like it's a hundred percent a generation. because well, they thing. don't, they never had the, <sighs> for that four-year-old kid, they are getting lessons about equality and diversity. Yes. And that those two things are embraced and are norms. Yes. And the older generation, those things were aberrations. Yeah. Whereas right? we're in that point where like, we didn't learn There's it when we were four. Point. We didn't yes. learn it when, but we yes, got yes, it yes. kind of when we were like junior high, high school. Or university. Or university for some people, people, right? So we're we're in that, like, it's the same as, like, our technology. We're in all of those transitions. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, we were both just like, 
Uh, what was her argument about the feminine? Just so we had that women have too much power. How does that have to do with fucking Halloween costumes? Well, we were it was we were talking about cultural appropriation and whatever, and I was just like, you know, we just have to ultimately understand that like people have traditions and whatever and values, and we don't get to decide that something is worth more than something else because you know, and it's like, and also we we <laughs> as white people don't get to decide if what we're doing is offensive. Yes. If someone tells us that what we've done is offensive, we have to be like, listen, I'm respond. sorry that I offended you. Yes. How can I change? How can I? How can we make this better? Um, and then we kind of talked a little bit more about, like, some of these other things that are in transition, and then we sort of moved into this feminist And she argument. is a woman. She is a woman so who is married with children and potentially grandchildren who is like says that women have too much power. She's like, I've never had any problems with any men. And I was like, well, bullshit, you haven't. Well, no. She probably was Doesn't not conditioned them. to frame it as problematic, right? Because she didn't have... Perhaps, yeah. Kind of yeah, her own rights or, or values or yeah. whatever in mind in those moments. Yeah, at work. Perhaps, perhaps. At work the other day, I have to remember not to use any names whatsoever. So at work the other day, um, there was a discussion at lunchtime. Of course, I work with all these bros um, about married bros. This is important for this one. Okay. Um, about another teacher at our school who we were talking about like Christmas parties and whatever. Um, and we were having this conversation about how this other male teacher at our school, like, one time at a social event, like, met some girl at the bar and didn't go home with her or didn't take her home or whatever. Okay. And so they were talking about him and how he's, like, allowed to come out to this. I don't, I can't remember what everything was because I wasn't really paying attention. So they suspect that he's gay? No, 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 no. But, but, oh. no, no. They were just mad that he didn't because they're all married and so they were, like, living vicariously through him and they were just annoyed oh, that, like, he didn't gotcha. take this girl home, right? Gotcha. And so... But I didn't know that at first. And she's like, hey, are you going to be on team whatever? And I'm like, I need to know what team I'm picking and why. So please explain the situation. So they explained the situation to me. And I was like, first of all, maybe you don't necessarily want to fuck everybody you meet at the bar. That's probably a pretty common thing. And second of all, maybe the girl that you're talking about... Oh, no, she was apparently very into him. Because well, I, I clarified with him afterwards. Okay. And because I, I told him that. I was like, apparently I'm on your team now. <laughs> we have to, I was like, I need to know something about this. I was like, but also, maybe this girl shouldn't be treated as an object. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe and not as, like, a prize to a be trophy. won. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, and possibly, it's entirely possible that they just, they just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't interested. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like, uh... Because every once in a while, I do have to remind them that like it's not just dudes in there because mm-hmm. sometimes they forget yeah because it was definitely something they hadn't thought of because of course they're all married and so they were like living vicariously through this like relatively attractive teacher right who didn't go home with this like objectively attractive girl and I was like maybe he just wasn't into it yeah and so I, I ran into him like by coincidence the next day after school and I, I asked him about it and he was like, I cannot believe they're still talking about this. And I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Obsessed with sex. Oh yeah. My God. And I was like, however, I'm 100% on your side on this one. And he's like, right? And I was like, I know. I totally get it. He's Why like, are they still talking about it? Because I don't know. I'm not That's sure. R- like, to have anyone's, <coughs> like, relationship status atop of a conversation that long later. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Ugh. gentlemen, if you ever listen to this... You now know why I don't tell you anything about my life. Oh, yep. For so many reasons. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, 
I mean, they know that I'm single, mm-hmm. and that I think it's funny that they're all in relationships and complain about them. Mm. And I'm like, no, we all make choices. That's my new. That's my new phrase. We all make. <laughs> we choices. all make choices. We all make beds and need to sleep in them. <laughs> exactly. Um, last weekend when I was in Calgary, I said that to uh, Fake Steinberg, who rode his bike out. Yeah. And then it was pouring rain. Oh, yes. And he had to ride back in the pouring rain, and he was complaining about it before he left, and I was like, we all make choices, Fakie. We all make choices. Um, I don't think he appreciated that very much, but uh, anyway... And you got to see my husband go to work. I did. I, I actually got to see Cassie's husband do something at a football game. You tried to which... put a hip back in and it didn't work. I'm not surprised. It took six doctors at the hospital to do it. Oh my God, that poor child. And then Chris drove him home. Oh. All the way back to Edmonton. Wow. At like two in the morning. Gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went down to watch the Golden Bears football game. And they won 53-3 against the, the Calgary Dinos. And they played their first playoff game in 10 years yesterday. And they lost. Tinkle they, they went better than I thought it was going to based on the score, to be honest. I expected Calgary to come out and beat them like 55 to nothing. Yeah. Um, and at the start of the fourth quarter, I think the Bears were only down 26-19. Which against that Calgary team, who rested That's a bunch of starters, impressive. that was pretty impressive and like good for them. Um, but yeah, I got to see Chris actually do something. <laughs> Because I wasn't 100% sure if he was there, and then you said that he was, but I couldn't see him, because the bears were on like, the other Distance, side of the field yeah. or whatever. And they're always dressed exactly the same. Yeah, and then the thing happened, and it was like a half hour delay on the field. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, hey, that's Chris. And I, did I send you a picture? I'm like, <laughs> no. No, you didn't. You just say, he's doing yeah. work. Yeah. I, yeah, I sent you a picture the week before, though, when he was yeah. also doing work, because he was like right in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I saw him there. That was very so exciting. Actually, he actually did something. <laughs> <laughs> I, he actually also followed our Instagram. He did with zero prompting. Which and I got the alert for it, and I just thought it was really funny. Yeah, me too. We've had that for a while now, and Kelsey's husband's like, "Oh yeah, right." I don't think I told does. him about it, or no. did I follow him on the account? I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. I don't know. I sure didn't. No, I don't know if I did. Um. Yeah. No, I saw him do some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty awful. And at some point, in time, his kids down on the field. They had to call the ambulance, obviously. Um, and it, he'd been down for maybe like 20 minutes and somebody's like, get up, you fucking pussy. And I was just like, okay, first of all, if there's that many medical personnel around him and no ambulance has been called, is, is on and the field no yet. no one's moving? I it's I kind of feel like you need to stop talking. It's 100% serious. And then when the, the ambulance, when the paramedics came, they got him on the, the stretcher or whatever and they had him like, he was flat on his back, but then they had his hip turned, obviously, because his hip was dislocated. Because it was sticking out of his butt? Because that's what happens when your hip dislocates. Uh, yeah. to your gluteus maximus. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, so I, what I and what I could see, I was just like, I don't know a hundred percent what's wrong there, but that's not right. Like, because you could just tell by the alignment of his legs. All I could stuff. tell is something's happening. Yeah, I was like, oh my lord, because they had taken his shoe off and his toe, like his his feet were shorter. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I don't understand what's going on, but oh, and then Kelsey told me what had happened, and I was like, oh, that poor child. Yeah, not good. No. And imagine being in like the back of our Corolla for three hours on the way home. Yeah. After that. Yeah, no kidding. That sucks. Yeah. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Not cool. No. No. When I worked at McEwen, one of our girls broke her ankle in Red Deer. Oh, yeah. You told me yeah. about that. But I had a pretty big... I had a bigger car than I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for her to sit in the back of the car, because we... They, like, mobilized or whatever, and then they called the UVA hospital to say she was coming. Mm-hmm. And then I took her in, and uh, 
um, they put her in, got her into surgery like the next day, and because she was coming in at like one thirty in the morning or whatever, um, but she was at least comfortable and she was pretty short. She's only about five foot four, and so like she could kind of recline a little bit with her leg up. Yeah. On the seat, so probably not so bad. Not like a. Big he was football. a big <laughs> yeah. dude. He was a big. Yeah, he was like a defensive dude. lineman, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. Poor kid. I know. Sucks. And Chris was saying that, like, usually they see that in, like, car accidents where it's, like, a head-on collision between, like, 100 kilometers. Yeah, where the force would... Would actually, like, move that bone out of socket. So it was super unusual. This is what it's like. This is what it's like. This is the, this is the excitement that you get. Yeah, that's, it, was, <laughs> it was something, all right. But mad as I got, it wasn't one of the kids that I knew. And that was, like, such a selfish thing, but oh my I God. I know. It's so hard. It's hard to watch them play sports. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh my god, please be careful. I know. Like, please don't hurt yourself. Please don't die out there. Like, it's yes. just, yeah, it's, it's terrifying. It's a scary sport. Yeah, it is. It is terrifying. I wouldn't want my children, if I ever have any, to no. play that sport. No way. No, it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. And you get hurt so easily, too. So, and like, fluky stuff. Well, even that. Like, I don't know the mechanism of that kid's injury. I don't know how that freaking happened. But, I mean, it was, he was just on the ground. Yeah. And as soon, and as soon as, like, like, the pile cleared, somebody was calling for, um, because you could hear him, like, screaming in pain. Mm-hmm. That's so when they were trying to put it back in place. Yeah. No, 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 like, when, oh, when it happened, yeah. yeah. And you could hear him screaming in pain and somebody was calling for, you know, somebody yeah. to come out. And, like, everyone just kind of, like, converged. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's terrifying to watch. I don't like it. I know. I'm glad it's over for me. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, <gasps> another month. Kill me now. Yikes! But I can do it. Mhm. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, it's the worst. It's not a full month either. You get a whole week off. I do get a whole week off. Well, there's like, I don't know, five five more weeks of swimming. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. No, I can do it. Cause you're sharing it this year. I am sure, but that means like I still have ten more early morning practices. Yeah. Not that I'm counting. <laughs> but I also have a student teacher coming in tomorrow, starting tomorrow. Nice. And I talked to her about this, and I was like, I'm just going to throw this out there. If this is something that you're interested in, like, I don't know how to swim. I'm like, that's okay. We literally just need an adult there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but if you were interested in, like, Expanding being that. part of that, yeah. you could come and, you know, be there. Because she lives, like, ten minutes away from the school, too. Oh, nice. Like, do you know how much better my life would be if you could do that? Yeah. Um, you know, but... Just to kind of be part of that school experience and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And sort of see what it's like outside the classroom. Yeah. Because it's hard, I think. Sometimes you kind of don't know. It's just intuition highlights. Yeah. It's still 3-3. I just see the lights flashing yeah. off your diploma. <laughs> like, oh, God, what happened? Is that... I feel like... That, is that weird that my master's degree is just, like, sitting above my kitchen table? Like, right above my head. You've been in our living room where there's four framed things and only one of them are Ryan Megan. That's true. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I have two other ones. They're just not here. Um, That's the best one. Though. It is the best one. That's an eighteen thousand dollar piece of paper right there. In Latin. In Latin, looks like in Times New Roman font. So, um, yeah, it's good. But uh, yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, how's work? Good. <sighs> work is very good. Good. I am happy to have one of my extracurriculars done. Yeah. And the other one is just starting. Which is grad. Why? 
You're not even teaching grade 12 kids. You're a crazy person. Because this is the first time I've been out of school where they, like, I taught 125 grade 11s last year. Okay, fair enough. So this is the first time where I actually get a teacher to school and see kids that I taught graduate. Okay, that's fair. So I wanted to be a part of that. Uh, That's fair. Okay. I can appreciate that. Um, I've said no to other things that have come up. Good. And been criticized for it. And really? I said, I'm doing football and I'm doing grad by myself. You can go F yourself. Like What else <laughs> What else have they asked you to do? Um, Just like little like school culture things. Like there's this teacher thing that they do like at the talent show before Christmas. That is like, you know, new teachers are expected to do. And I was like, no. No, thanks. Um, That's not okay. I don't think It like wasn't that. from admin. It was from a loudmouth teacher. Yeah. And I said... No. Yeah. And, and I even said to him in the staff room, go F yourself. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. That's good. And everyone laughed. Yeah. But now they know. But now they know that you were actually serious and yeah. you're not going to do it. And good like, for you. I'm teaching five English courses plus two extracurriculars. Like, go to hell. Yeah. Like, actually go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think that's fair. <sighs> um, we were talking about that um, teaching and job expectations and stuff yesterday. Um with some people and because of the GSA bullshit. Oh, that's part of it. But one of the and one of the girls that sings with us in choir, she's thinking she's like you know going into education and she's sort of she isn't sure if she wants to do like secondary or elementary like it's gonna yeah. be an after degree so she's not hundred percent sure what she wants to do and I was like I couldn't teach elementary I know that about myself no. maybe the you can required yes yeah. phenomenal um, but then we were sort of having conversations about you know like you know our contracts and collective bargaining and things like that and I was like honestly like I think we get paid just fine. Oh, 100%. And I'm not saying that because I'm, like, near the top of the pigger. Like, even for a starting position. For a starting position, I think it's, it's pretty good. very high. Um, and, and the more education you have, like, the higher that is, right? So yeah. if you, you know, I think that part is fine. I said, if they're going to spend more money on education, I would like them to put it into resources and, like, classroom conditions and, mm-hmm. and technology wages. and yeah. hiring more teachers so that we can have smaller classes and, like... Because so each of us part. would benefit because yes, of that. rather yeah. than just more money. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. And yeah, then there's that GSA bullshit. Do you want to talk about that? No, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. I don't want to give it time of day. Um, I'm not going to tell you if your kid's in a GSA. I'm going to tell you if your kid hasn't shown up to class. Because if your days. kid's in a GSA and they haven't told you, there's probably a reason. Yeah. And I'm not going to be the one to break their confidence. Nope. And it's not secret keeping, per se. Which I, someone asked me to clarify sort of on, on Twitter, like if if it's, oh, so you're in the habit of keeping secrets? And I was like, no, I'm not in the habit of keeping secrets. It's like, we communicate with parents a lot. But there are things that we don't need to tell them. And I was like, the GSA is a student group. Just like we don't say who they're friends with. And just who like, they hang out with at lunch. Like, just like I don't tell you if your kid's in the math club. That's not my professional obligation. Or the chess club. No. Or in the musical. No. I've seen Dead Poets Society. I know what happens when kids go into theater and their dads don't want them to. <laughs> <laughs> a cautionary tale. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I, I can't. And then for people who aren't involved in the school system and don't have kids and so they haven't really given it a lot of thought, like, I don't have a problem clarifying that them but it, I don't think it's keeping a secret I think just no. if a kid is in a GSA and doesn't want to tell their parents there's a reason for it and I'm going to respect that reason yeah because your responsibility is to the kid first and foremost yeah and if what we're doing is best for kids what's in best for kids horrendous. yes if what's best for kids is not necessarily what best parents, parents think is yeah. best for kids either okay. um yeah yep. so that's it that's it that's it um what else we got Let's just go questions. Do we have anything else? We've been talking for a long time. You still haven't watched any Gilmore Girls, have you? No. I'm, like, back on a rewatch train, and I can't. It's good, and I love everything about it. 
You don't want to talk about Riverdale either? Uh, no, I just watched the episode tonight, and I feel like I need, like, a okay. good 30 minutes to talk about how stupid it is right okay. now. Okay. Um, so you haven't seen Thor. I have not. And I do not want to spoil it for you. I'm going to say three things. Okay. Chris Hemsworth is a phenomenal actor, and he's got wicked range in this one. He's super does. And he's allowed to have all of the range. Great. And it was lots of fun. Like, Perfect. that part of it was really, really great. Um, I don't particularly like Tom Hiddleston most of the time. Loved him in this. Really? He's very white bread. He is, but in this, this version of Loki, I liked better than all of the others. Okay, good to know. Um, which was really good. Uh, Kate Blanchett, I would let her just walk all over me in stilettos. She's mm-hmm. incredible. Like, holy shit. I don't know. Um, and it was, like, super fun. I know, I like, can't wait. I loved everything about it and the trailers that we saw there was for star wars yeah which looks great mm-hmm. um there was black panther holy shit can't wait was that in june uh no february isn't it oh shit yeah great yeah can't wait for that yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be so like michael b jordan in that movie <laughs> oh, i'm my so Lord. down for like vince howard oh, all grown my up god yeah looks great yeah and like and, and Lupita Nyong'o and Denai Guerrero and like everybody it just looks oh it's like when they release excellence that, on top of excellence did you, did you see when they released that new poster for it and it was just like all of and then like Andy Serkis and uh, Martin Freeman and it's like the only two white men here are uh, or the only two white people on this are Gollum and, and Frodo no Bilbo Baggins and yeah. I'm okay with that and I was like yes 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 <laughs> those fucking nerds well. so good <laughs> Um, yeah, and there was, there was a trailer for something else with Liam Neeson, and, um, I went with Reva and a couple other people, and Reva was like, are they gonna take his daughter in this one? <laughs> Which they're not. Uh, it feels like they're taking him. It's, oh. it's called The Commuter. Um, and then there was something else. took? Um, there's, there was something else, too, and I was like, yeah, I would go see all of those movies. Awesome. But usually I find with comic book movies, I'm usually pretty interested in, like, the movies that they... Advertise, yeah. Advertise, yeah. Was there Just, a stinger at the end? There was. Okay. Yeah, there was two. There was, like, a mid-credit and an end-credit. Oh, so you gotta stay till way after. Not, yeah, yeah. It was good. Okay. Yeah. And, and I might go Tuesday maybe by myself. <laughs> I am still shocked at Marvel movies specifically when people get up when the movie's over. I'm like, really, people? Unless they don't want to see it, then fine. But they're like... Why would you not want to see it? That's the whole point. I know. I know. And there was, like, there was, a gr- there was great little nods to, like, stuff... Other stuff. Other stuff that's coming, and I, f- I, and when you see it, you'll you'll understand exactly what I mean. But like the final shot of the main characters, I feel like in the last however many movies, that like final shot are all of the people from that that are going to be in Infinity War. Gotcha. Right, like that kind of yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good, and they're starting cool. to build new characters into the world now. So you have like Thor, but you had like other people from the Avengers and elsewhere into in it. in yeah. that, and then there's like. You know, the, can I, and then they mentioned the planet um, Xandar, which is one of the planets in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it was just a really, like, a one-off mention. It was mentioned one time. But that's it's a just good that little, connection. Yeah. yeah, which is super cool. So you're kind of starting to see how it's all building. But, yeah, I'm, I'd have to go back and look at those other movies now, but I think the final shots of all of them are, like, the people from that part of it that are going to be in the next. Cool. Which I think is kind of neat. That's super neat. Yeah, I look forward to seeing it. It's very, very good. And Chris Hemsworth was super fine. As you said. That was just, your first point. I know, but like... No, but not just as an actor. Just, just to like, reiterate. But like, just like, the long hair at the beginning and the short hair, and it just it didn't matter. Like, I was just like, I don't... What? He's otherworldly. He really is. 
In real life and not real life. Um, yeah. He, yeah, he's just something else. Okay, let's move on to questions. Our first one is from Mike, uh, who says, If a group of white men is called a podcast, what is a group of paper clips called? Trash. I said originally mess, but I'm also thinking a journal of paper clips. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a column. <laughs> column? That's uh, good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> Another question from Mike while you're looking there. Sure. Finish this sentence. Chocolate is to peanut butter as Jamie Ben is to staying up. <laughs> but is he trying to say that chocolate and peanut butter are good things together? Yes, they absolutely are. Unless you don't like chocolate and peanut butter. I do like. That's the only way that I like peanut butter. While you're thinking, I had Hagen Dazs chocolate peanut butter ice cream the other day, and it was literally like a ball of peanut butter inside the chocolate <laughs> ice cream, and it was the best thing ever. I believe you. Um, chocolate is to peanut butter. I don't know, but I made a really good Jamie Ben joke today, and I think I have to retire now. I, I super think you do. It was super, you've had some real good ones as of late. But that one was just, it was just too easy. I know. And I didn't even need to read the article to know what they were talking about. No. Because I already knew what they were talking about because I read that once before. Mm -hmm. But it got retweeted by Manny Elk and then it just kind of like blew up a little bit. And I was like, oh God, Twitter, stop. (laughs) Make it stop. Delete, delete. Yeah. Jess has two questions. She said, song and or soundtrack that reminds you of your childhood? Uh, Lion King, I think. Yeah, 100%. Or Beauty and the Beast was one that I was super into. And we had Pocahontas too. Because that came out when I was, what was that, 97? 95, 96, 95 maybe. No, oh, couldn't have been. I think so. So I was between 6 and 8, depending yeah. on who of us is correct. <laughs> um, I think for me it's Lion King only because I think that was the first time I was really conscious of like the instrumental yes. as well as the vocal stuff. Yes, Because yes, that, yes, yes, yes. I still maintain, I think like Beating the Beast is my favorite of that like era Disney movie by far hands down but the Lion King soundtrack is it's so the much best better. and the instrumental bits are like, just incredible like be prepared <sighs> what yeah. a great song uh, and secondly would you rather rather drive around Edmonton in the winter or highway 2 to Red Deer um, if I have to drive on the highway in the winter I would prefer not to do that generally speaking I don't particularly like winter highway driving I'd say in the city for sure. Um, but if it was like drive the highway in the summer or Edmonton in the winter, highway in the summer, mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Mike also says, what's the greatest Twitter dunk you've ever seen? This one is mine. And I don't get the one. Like, I don't get it. It's funny. So Lee Stempniak is an NHL player. He's okay. not, wasn't great. Right. Wasn't very good. So the best Twitter dunk that, that Mike has ever seen is... Um, Ryan Lambert, who likes dinosaurs apparently, according to the dinosaurs in his Twitter name, um, is imagine being the Brent Gretzky of the Stempniak family. And that's really funny because Brent Gretzky is Wayne Gretzky's much inferior brother. And okay. Lee Stempniak was just inferior to start with. Oh. That's all. He'd be like the redheaded stepchild, I guess, of the oh. Stempniak family. That's all. Um, I don't know. I don't know if. 
good Twitter dunk. There's just so many now, like especially Donald Trump Jr. and his bullshit tweet about his kids' Halloween. Yeah. Like just the fucking <laughs> dunk after dunk after dunk. <laughs> like it was just in my feed all day. Yeah. Each one got fucking better and better. Yeah, and better. they were pretty great. They were so. They're like, you are. That was socialism. You are dumb. You are super dumb. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I f- yeah I feel like there's just so many. And with each, like, bullshit thing that happens... Yeah, there's always... There's 10 or 15 of yeah. them. Uh, like, last night, Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted out something yesterday about how, like, yeah. there's no... Um, you don't learn, like, skepticism and political whatever in school. And I was like, ah, yeah, you do if you don't take physics. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and there were lots of people who... Agreed with that. Yeah. yeah. I know. Um, friend of the podcast, but sort of invisible lately... Um, Aaron Kelly, mm-hmm. what is the coldest temperature that you would still have in, uh, attend a sporting event? Super Bowl, Winter Classic, whatever. Well, I did go to the Heritage Classic in 2000 and whatever when it was minus 23. And it was cold as shit, but I loved every minute of it. I was at Commonwealth on Friday. That would have been pretty cold. With my boys. Yeah. And it was like minus 18 with a wind chill. Yeah. It was really... And I was only doing that because it was my boys. There was yeah. no... Like... I don't fucking care if it was a sporting event. If it, I'm not personally invested in it, no. See, when the Heritage Classic happened in 2003, we all kind of thought it was like a one-off and it would never happen again. Right. And now Chicago plays nine outdoor games a year, so whatever. Yeah, true. Um, I think for me, like, I went to that and I would probably do it again. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But, like, I would actually, I would go to an outdoor Super Bowl mm-hmm. if it was, like, in cold weather for sure. I feel like the NFL, kind of, I mean, I know why they don't do them. Like, Green Bay will never host a Super Bowl because they play outside. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, minus whatever in, in Green February. Bay in February. Yeah. Um, but I would 100%, if that was a thing, if that was an option, I would totally go, like, or Chicago or whatever. I would absolutely go to an outdoor Super Bowl in the wintertime. I think it'd be so much fun. It'd be just a different kind of people there. Yeah. You know? Than, it'd be the intense ones. Yeah. And I think that'd be really fun. Um, I don't like being cold. So or, like, I would go to a playoff baseball game regardless of, and they and if it's outdoors if the base if the stadium is outdoors and they can't predict where it's gonna be obviously I would do that too yeah that wouldn't be a problem that's for sure okay um Amanda says do I have to catch up on Riverdale before watching I don't know what you mean Amanda like read all of the Archie comics that have ever been published no catch up on what like season one before season two but like why would why or just listen just... to Kelsey talk about it and watch it because apparently it's garbage. This season two is super shitty. We'll talk about that next week. Um, she also asked, rank your top five favorite sports mascots, please. And the answer is none. We're skipping right to worst. The only one I remember liking as a kid was the Trapper's mascot, that, like, round ball Homer. He was great. He was just cute, and he wasn't scary. Yes, he wasn't scary. I have, I I actually made a list. Did you make a list? I did not make a list of good ones. No, there's no good ones. No, 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 of creepy ones. Uh, no, but I thought about it. Okay. Do you want to hear my list? Mm -hmm. And... Number one is interesting because you said Homer, because my one that I hate the most is Mr. Met. Okay, yeah. The yeah, but Mr. Met. eyes look like he's on meth. Maybe his <laughs> name is Mr. Meth. He's doing something to get through his day. <laughs> well, if, if I had to represent the Mets on a daily and basis, I, that, I would do the same. I get that I feel it, but I don't like that looking at me. Fair enough. Okay. By number two, what the fuck? is Columbus Blue Jackets, because they have two. Mm-hmm. They have Stinger, that fucking wasp, with those red meth eyes again. Yep. And then they also have a cannon. Have you seen the cannon? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. It's real dumb. Yeah. And I don't like it. Okay. 
My number three, of course, is Hunter. Oh, I saw that he was like in the aisle beside us on Friday, and I was just like, "Yeah, why are you here?" Banging the drum. Yeah. Speaking of audio things, that was the other thing. Hunter was like in the aisle. Yeah. We were in the middle of our section. He was in the aisle, maybe like ten rows in front of us. I almost couldn't hear him banging the drum when there was like no. Crowd I think noise. it's like a glass thing. Maybe it was weird. I think it's a glass thing. My number four is in New Orleans Pelican. Mm-hmm. Because their first Pelican was like the scariest fucking thing ever, and mm-hmm. then they revise it, and it's still real terrible. Okay. And my number five is Slamson, who's the Sacramento Kings mascot. You just need to Google it. I don't want to. It's, I'm not doing it. He's a lion um, that doesn't look like a lion. That's all you need to know. Okay. Uh, just did ask... How many episodes of Outlander in a day is too many? Um, it depends. Depends which one. If you're watching season one, it does. There's no limit. There's no limit. Two, probably like three. A hundred percent. Three. No limit. There's no limit. <laughs> the sky's the fucking limit. <laughs> just and just rewind and watch them again. That's yeah. what uh, any good fan would do. A hundred percent. Um. Yeah. That's that's about it. Um. I think. Oh, and then Amanda sent us something else too. Um, so oh, jo- yeah. there's a gif of Jonathan Duran, uh, who plays in Montreal now, um, with his pants down, his hockey pants down on the bench, and he's, like, toweling off his sweat or something. I don't really know. And she's like, thoughts on this? I'm like, well, sometimes you get a little sweaty. Oh, the devil's just scored. Hey! Oh, my God, it's Taylor? I don't know. Who was it? He's smiling. He's, he's smiling right. real big. I hope it was. Let's wait for the replay. Wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. Come on. Oh, oh Andy Green! Oh, oh he's not God. terrible. Look at that. Um... Good for them. Oh, it's 4-4 now, by the way. Um, Sorry, Jess. <laughs> and Tom. Yeah. Tom's been very quiet. Tom has been very I don't know. I should just send him a DM and find out what's up. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, Ooh, look at that. Oh, boy. Look at that net front presence those guys have. They're not a bad hockey team. No. Danced around it, too. Yep. Wow. Oh, that's uh, Olympic champion Mike Smith love now and then. <laughs> Um, I think that's all we have for questions. That is. Because um, I don't think I got any on my other well, one. Well, Amanda said, will the Oilers ever be over 500? Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, I left that one to the end on purpose. Um, well, no? Maybe? I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> that's like a, that's a really hard thing to think about. Because, mm-hmm. like, here's the thing. Two seasons ago, before all of the things happened, um... They lost a whole pile of one goal games. Like, something yeah. like 21. 20, Real 21, rough. 22, something Real like that. Real rough. And, like, Connor McDavid was hurt for a large portion of the season, and Everly was out, and I think, and then Nuge was out for a while, and yeah. I think, like, those, those three guys, Clef plus, and Clefbaum, yeah. um, no, but those, those three forwards, and Taylor Hall, the four of them never played in a game together until, like, Jan, no, February. Yeah. February. Because Everly was out at the beginning of the season and then Connor got hurt mm-hmm. and it just kind of like overlapped and they lost a whole pile of one goal games and I always felt that if like Connor McDavid hadn't been hurt or if Everly had been in a little bit you know whatever they probably could Would've have managed yeah. to score you know 20 more goals mm-hmm. probably which could have would have ultimately almost put them in a playoff spot mm-hmm. and then last season it wouldn't have been like that meteoric rise and then this. It might have just been a little bit more of a, of a, of a gradual upswing. Yeah. Will they make it to 500? I would say probably they should. But they should. They should. They should. 
They're on paper. They absolutely should. Will they? But what's happening right now, we don't know. No. Sorry, Big Milk. You're going to be eating a lot of beets. Yeah. That's brave. It's brave. It is brave. But also, you're doing it to yourself. You can stop at any time. You can. But he won't. I and, and kudos to him. Yeah. He's just going to be pooping red for <laughs> so long. <laughs> and that's not because of the beets, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I didn't get any questions on... No, that's it, I think. On mine either, I don't believe. Um, no, that's it. That's, that's all I got. Um, so we still have a Teespring store that's open until tomorrow. It closes on the 6th. Yep. The stuff that's on that run is also going to get printed, because I think four or five things were sold. Yes. Um... I was three of them this time. Oh, were you? I was one of them, because I ordered, um, I ordered two mugs. And then I really liked the gray one, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get the green one, too. Because the other one, um, I, one of my buddies at work said he would buy one. And I, so I picked that one up for him. Um, so we have some other designs. So the campaign ends tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to put some other stuff up, because Davis did some really great work. He's and we're good. super excited about it. I also want more Yeah, we're going to change options. up some stuff. And so we're going to look at that, yeah. Yeah. So you can check that out at um, teespring.com slash garbagefirepod. Mm-hmm. And you can buy some things. That'd be great if you could. Because really, we're going to use that money to, like, help us buy... Software uh, and software hardware. Software and hardware and, and stuff. Which I think is funny because, like, you and I have put in basically half of that profit anyway. <laughs> which yes. we could have just, like, I paid know. for it, I suppose. But thanks for those of you who did buy stuff. We super appreciate it. We really do. Um, Where can people find us? They can find... Because it's been a while. Me on Twitter and Garbage Fire. Yes! <laughs> I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Anything that's like not directly related to recording of the podcast is usually not me. me. Yeah, that's usually me. Um, or sometimes I do the like the New Jersey Devils are blank and blank. But sometimes mostly it's, it's me because I, I did that me. one on Friday night. Yeah, because I wasn't there. Oh, I don't know what just happened. Um, penalty Ooh. shot. Penalty shot. Oh shit! Devils penalty shot. Who's um, taking it? Though? I don't know. I don't know who's on the ice. Ooh. Miles Wood. He was like streaking in. There I you heard, go. Yeah. I heard. He was real quick. Um, he was like a bright spot on Friday night too. Um, sorry, this is gonna be really boring because we're just watching the replay of this. We can just cut all this. Out. <laughs> no, we're not going to. Because oh. uh, we did you listen by the way to the Puck Soup um, sudden death like live commentary? I did. I haven't seen that movie though. So okay. I want to see the movie first. I listened to it. It was great. I loved everything about it. We absolutely need to do that with something. For Leap Year? Yes, 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 yes. How amazing would that be? Oh, oh shit. No goal. That was weak sauce. Um, yeah, so we should do that. It'd be fun. Because, I mean... <laughs> Christmas break? Why not? Yeah, okay. Because we're clearly doing it right now. Why not? Um, yeah, so find Kelsey on Twitter there. You can find me on Twitter at MIG14. Uh, we have an Instagram, which is Garbage Fire Podcast. Usually it's just text messages that Megan and I send each other. Yeah, that's a lot of that is me <laughs> when we yeah when we send stuff to each other and um you screenshot it and broadcast my shame to the world, Megan. Thank you. I thought you didn't care anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> that last one I cared about. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, you could just look to see what that reference uh, yeah. is. Um, there you go. Yeah, you can email us at garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com if you wanted to do that. That'd be great. And we have a website, garbagefirepod.wordpress.com. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, yeah, and you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. And if you leave leave us a review, that would be super. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have anything that like, you want to hear us talk about, or you have like a letter, or like you know, where like Larissa sent us in topics to talk about, yeah, please do do so. We will do our best. Otherwise, we'll just talk about feminism and sports every and, single week. Yeah, and until the death of all of us. Until we get Taylor Holland podcast. No, until the death until of the all of us. <laughs> um, as as our our friend of the podcast pointed out the other day, we are always on brand. Always on brand. Always on brand. Never giving up the brand. No. No. Someday it's probably gonna get us into trouble. I feel. A hundred percent. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think I've accepted it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when the sun swallows the earth, the last thing that you will hear is like the trade is one for one. <laughs> <laughs> that will be that will be us. <laughs> <laughs> As the world is ending. Yeah. Yeah. Or as you know, Donald Trump pushes that, that red button. Yeah. Launches those nukes. That's what you will hear. And you will know that we're still salty. <laughs> Anyways. Forever and ever. Have a nice week. Have a lovely week. And thanks so much for joining us. See you in the dumpster.